and welcome back to A Pinch of Magic podcast with me, Rebecca Newwin. So in this little mini series, we started by looking at cleansing, the importance of cleansing your energy, keeping your energy flowing freely, how to get rid of unwanted energies. The last episode, we looked at banishing, the importance of being able to get really clear when you don't want anything in your life now, in the present or forevermore, and how we use that with discernment. Today, I want us to look at warding. So these are three essential protection energies so that you can move through the world feeling safe, protected and in your own body, in your own energy without being impacted by events of the world very timely right now without being influenced by other people's judgments or at least less influenced by other people's judgments or expectations. Our society, I was talking to someone today actually and you know we have multiple, multiple billion dollar industries that are all there trying to tell you that you don't know what you want, telling you that you're not good enough, that you should do this, look like this, behave like this. This is what success should look like. If you don't do this, you know, you're you're not part of the community. And it's just, it's just geared up to have you feel less than. When we do this cleansing, banishing and warding, it helps us take back control of our energy. It helps us take back control of our power of our energy of our time of our resources it helps us to to trust the magic that is within you it helps you to trust your intuition it helps you to make clear choices so let's have a look at warding again intention is key very clear energy and this is the energy of <laughs> i often say to my group shields up you know and it is the energy of warding is like bringing that protection energy you might want to th- imagine it like a force field it's creating an energetic safe space for you it's about having very clear boundaries because it prevents other energies entering your space okay any kind of other energies um i talk a lot about how we are very influenced by other people's energies and i'll talk a little bit more about that um, today, but I, I want to share a little story with you first of all. So when we do this warding energy, we can do it for yourself. You can create a sacred space if you're doing ceremony or if you're doing magic or if you're doing a meditation, but you can also do it over buildings. <laughs> and I went away um, the end of last week and we I set a protection around the house. So I was still in the house and I was like, right, I'm going away. I want really clear protection. And it has been a long time since I have been away anyway. So I was like, I pulled in a purple bubble. I pulled a white pyramid over the house. And I'll talk to you about how to do those and the importance of doing those things. We'd packed up the car. My little boy was in the car. And the, my partner says to me, he goes, oh, I'll just check the reservations. I was thinking, why would you do that? But anyway, I thought, fair enough. And he pulled it up on his phone and I looked and I went, oh my goodness. I said, that says March. And he went, yeah, I know. I said, no, March. And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, March, because <laughs> it's February. And he was like, oh my God. And I realised what I had done. I had put this like really strong protection energy around, so strong that we weren't even going to be able to leave <laughs> the space. And so... I said, you phone the hotel, see whether they can still fit us in. Because we'd made plans with my family. It's my niece's birthday. And, you know, I was excited to go away. And so I just said to the space, I said, please let us leave. And then shields back up again. And so phone the hotel within 
five minutes, less than five minutes, it was all sorted. We got new rooms, they could fit us in, we could carry on on our journey. And interestingly, they actually said to us, oh yes, we can see that you booked for February and that you had asked for February, but the booking had come through for March. And neither of us had spotted this when the um, booking had come through. And I was like, oh, little reminder about how powerful protection magic is. So again, it comes back to intention. This is very much about keeping things out, but we can also keep things in, which is why we need to clean and clear our space first of all. And when I talk about purple bubble, that's a very effective way to clean and clear the space at the same time as putting that shield up. And it was, I just like, okay, please let us leave first, then bring the protection in. And that's what it did. (laughs) I'm like, phew. And then we went off, had a lovely time, came home, all was good. Actually, even, this is quite interesting as well, even during the storms, because we just had major storms here in the UK, um, there's a lot of trees came down where I lived. You know, there's, you might have seen the the images of like trampolines flying everywhere. And I was like, oh my goodness, because I hadn't realised the storm was coming or that it would be so severe. And we've got like two lots of garden furniture outside. We've got various things in our garden. And And I was coming back up going, oh gosh, I hope everything's okay. And a box full of um, garden cushions had fallen over and there was one cushion that had rolled across the garden. Everything else was okay. And I was like, brilliant. My yurt was in good condition. (laughs) It was like perfect. Um, Because I was like, I saw what happened to the O2 arena down in London when all the roof had come off. And I was like, oh no, how's my yurt going to survive the winds? And it did because, you know, I had set the intention that nothing was, you know, the space was very clear. And actually, what I also did is, and I'm jumping ahead of myself here, but as an aside, whenever I put protection around my home and like I was doing this because I was going away, what I also do is I offer it to my neighbourhood and the community that I live in. So I'm not forcing anything on on anybody else, but I'm protecting my home and it only seems fair that I'm like, oh, and if the neighbours want some of this, if my street, if my community wants some of this, it's there for them too. So just an aside, when you do... Um, any kind of shielding work. It's like, yes, it's for you first and foremost. But when I do space, I like to offer it to the to the space, to the land around me also. But that is an absolute personal choice. So when we're looking at protection, this warding, it is kind of like a force field because we don't want things to come in. And so I'm sure you have like a firewall on your computer or some kind of like software that protects your computer from outside influences trying to gain your information. It's the same thing when you lock your door, when you leave, okay, when you leave your home and you lock your door, it's that same thing, you're creating that protection and shield. Actually, do you know, thinking about it, <laughs> um, many years ago, I went to Italy and the I had a car and you know, you have like remote locking on a car and my remote locking wasn't working. So I was having to put the key in the door. And I'd gone to Italy climbing for two weeks. And when I came back home, I couldn't find my car keys. I was like, where are the car keys? And I'd actually left my car at home. I'd gone in my um, partner's car. And when I got back home, I found the keys. They were at the back of the house, which was an open driveway, and the keys were in the car. But luckily, nobody had spotted them. Nobody had taken the car. Nobody had even been at the back of the house. But again, when I left, I put this white pyramid of protection over my home. So I have quite a few little (laughs) stories like that where it's like, oh, 
I put the protection in place. Now, whether that, you know, it's just like, it's so powerful. And um, I, I also read this story once and it's brilliant. I can't remember. Um, it was in a book that I was reading. And this isn't quite a ward, but it is still that energy of protecting your space. And they had gone on holiday and they had asked their friend to come and water their plants. And she had this um, like little puppy dog, a, a toy, a stuffed toy that was a dog. And she put it on the floor facing the door. So she like invoked it as an amulet, as a a guardian of the house to protect the house. And her friend came round, got the key out of her bag and went to open the door to water the plants and just said, oh, I don't know, there's something that I just don't feel like I should go into the house. And she, she turned around and walked back again. And she told her friend about this and she's like, oh, it must have been my dog. And actually, um, just before I went on this holiday, we were just about to leave and we obviously found out we couldn't go. And in that time when we made that phone call, which was like literally minutes, the postman had come with a parcel for me. And I was like, oh, that was really lucky because otherwise the parcel would have been left outside and possibly battered by the time we had come back. And a friend of mine had brought me a wooden carved statue of Keridwim, the priestess that I'm dedicated to. And so I put her in the window next to my front door and I asked her to protect the house too. So I invoked her as a guardian of my home and she wouldn't let us leave. (laughs) So yes, when we do this magic, we are very mindful and we set very clear intentions. Okay. So if you want to protect your own space, let's think, let's talk about ourselves first of all. So you might be going into a situation. In fact, let's look at the current situation in the world right now. We've gone through a pandemic and there's stuff going on in Europe right now. And we're like, wow, where is this going to? It causes a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, a lot of uncertainty. And so we can protect our own energy to make sure that we're not picking up on other people's overwhelm so that you can be clear to deal with your own stuff, to find your own centre so that you can actually create and go about your daily life from a place of calm, centred clarity rather than feeling bombarded by the energy, the overwhelm, the drama, the horror, the everything else. So this is not about ignoring situations that are going on. It's not about turning a blind eye. It's not about pretending things don't happen, but it is about managing your own energy because we are better for other people when we can make clear, reasoned decisions, when we can hear our intuition, when we can connect to that energy of clarity rather than that energy of overwhelm, which serves no one. Okay, so we can do that. And so we can do that when the energies around us are getting tense and emotional. We can do it if we're going to meet someone that just makes us feel not quite right. Maybe they drain your energy. You can do it when you're going, like if you're used to being at home or you quite like peace and quiet and suddenly you've got to go somewhere that's busy or noisy. You can bring up this protection so your energy isn't so bombarded by other people. If you have a job interview, if you're just dealing with someone that you just don't like, it's like you can put these shields up and it just keeps your energy running freely. And it it just gives, I often think about it, it's like sometimes the world can feel like it is in our face and it's like we can't think, we can't reason, we can't find our own thoughts, we feel overwhelmed because it's all so close. But having our protection up by warding, putting these wards up, we can push 
everything away from us so we can think clearly, so we can breathe, so we can take that sigh of relief and actually gather our thoughts without feeling that hurried pressure energy of overwhelm. Um, So people, buildings, I've already touched on. It's like you can protect your house anyway. You know, you can just do this on a daily basis. The same with your energy. You don't have to be doing anything special. But I like to do it particularly when I am leaving the house, going away on holiday and just put that that protective energy in place. And then you can do it for spaces. So it could be that you want to do a meditation, you want to do some magic, perhaps you hold circle for other people, perhaps even in your work you have groups of people or you hold meetings. It's like you can cast a circle, which we'll actually do a whole episode on that, but you can protect that temporary space while you're doing your work. So in the Witch Academy on every Sabbath, we have a craft class. And whenever we have the craft class, what we do is we cast a circle to step into our magical space so we can create our crafts with intention. And then we finish it. It's really interesting. When we finish it, you I tend to undo that circle. And I call it stepping back into muggle world. And every time I do it, every single time, I feel like a little breeze of fresh air coming in. It's fascinating when you start working with energies and you really start to notice. Okay. So a little caveat, you're not going mad when you feel when you start to notice those shifts in energies. You're just uh, you're just becoming more attuned to the world around you. Okay. Which is also very important that we look at this warding energy. Because as you do become more attuned, it's even more important that you know how to protect your space, that you know how to protect your own energy, that you know how to recognise what is your energy and what belongs to someone else. So you don't think, oh my God, why am I so tired? I can't work out what's going on. When actually you're just processing someone else's energy and it's like, nope, out, we're not doing that. So I'm going to talk to you about different ways of warding your energy and when you might use them. But I want to really focus on one of my favourite things. I'll talk to you about the white pyramid, which is what I do over buildings. But I also want to talk to you about one of my favourites, which is a purple bubble. And you can whip that around yourself whenever you like. You can whop it, you know, whip it around a building as well. It's just, it's my it's my favourite catch-all. And if you've ever done my sacred practice, um, we always do that purple bubble in there as well. So we'll get to that as well. So when we're looking at that warding, that protection assist, you can layer things. You don't just have to have that one thing. You can have you can have temporary protection, you can have long-term protection, you can put different layers of these different things I'm going to mention. Okay, so whatever makes you feel safe, whatever makes you feel more in control of your energy. So when we talked about um um oh my goodness, my mind's gone banishing yesterday or on the last episode. The banishing was like gone from my life now and forever. This warding can be much more temporary than that. Okay. So you can invoke guardians. So if you work with any other realms, maybe you work with angels or gods or goddesses or unicorns or fairies, whatever it may be, even like the energies of crystals and plants, etc. You can call on that energy to protect your energy, to protect your space, to protect your home, whatever it may be. Okay, so I gave the example of calling on Keridwin to protect my space and goodness me, did she. Um, so you can, that's one layer of protection that you could call on. And you you probably heard many people say, oh my goodness, I was in trouble and I called on my angels. 
Yeah. And that is actually bringing in that energy. But it's also if you ever do it because you feel unsafe, you've actually warded your energy. If you've like, oh, please keep me safe during this operation or during this interview or during this walking down this dodgy street at at dark, it's like you can call in that energy to protect you. Perhaps you have um, a particular amulet that you could wear on your person, like maybe you have a particular um, piece of jewellery that feels protective for you. Um the all-seeing eye is like a very, very common one over in Europe. It's like to, to ward off that negativity, um, to wear it upon your person. It could be a ring. It could be a piece of jewellery. Um, it's something that you create a relationship with to protect your energy. Now, it might be something that you just wear on certain occasions when you want that extra layer of protection, or it might be something that you wear in the long term. But it is always about creating a relationship, thanking that thing. You know, when I came back, I thank Caridwin for protecting the home. It's like you you have, you build that relationship with whatever it is, whether it's like a piece of jewellery or, or a wooden statue, we say thank you. But also, if you think about amulets for spaces, what do people use to protect? And it's like garlic. You know, people have always talked about garlic warding off evil spirits, particularly vampires. And so you would hang garlic in your home. Yeah. And that would create that space. You might hang a horseshoe above your door. Again, some people say for luck, but it's also to like catch and ward off those spirits that we don't want entering our home. Again, it's a form of warding. And when we bring our intention to it, it has much more meaning for us. Sometimes people cast a circle. And if you've heard of an athame, which is like a little ceremonial knife, you can cast a circle or just outline and say, please protect this space. And you draw around it with your athame. But you don't need an athame. You could just use your finger and just say, while I'm in my meditation, I'm just protecting this space. And you can just draw and point to where you are doing it. As we mentioned in the last episode, when we go clockwise, (laughs) we are winding something up we are creating and then when we go anti-clockwise we are undoing something so for warding you want to walk in a clockwise direction you want to move your finger in a clockwise direction just with that intention of like closing down that space creating that space for yourself you could do it by chanting or speaking yeah by saying i call you know i just close this space down from anything that is not for my highest good And that could be as simple as that. I protect my energy and, you know, I don't allow anything to pass. Um, You could have um, sacred water, magical water, um, special sprays that maybe have um, crystal allies in there. Or um, I like to use a company called Aurasoma. They have like a white light cleansing spray. And you could put that around your space, around your own body to protect your own energy to create a like that force field around you you could put a couple of drops of skin appropriate (laughs) health and safety can't help myself um skin appropriate um essential oils on your hands rub your hands together and then just put put it around your aura and just stroke a space around your body creating that shield protecting your space if you know how to do do sigils or draw symbols you could draw those in the air. Again, another layer to protect your space. You could 
um, put a crystal in your pocket. You could put crystals around the outside of your home or in the corners of your home with the intention of creating a force field, a crystal network over your home to protect it. You could have um, a special blend of oil and essential oils to protect your home and anoint the doorways, the entranceways, the windows, the windowsills of your home, the corners of your house to protect. So there are many, many ways you can create that protection. Again, try different things. Find out what feels good to you, what works, what feels the most protective for you. Um but I want to talk to you about my two favourite ways. So let's start with um, a white pyramid because this is probably the, a really useful one to do. And I always do this over a building. Um, I know that some people have done this while they sleep at night. If they're having trouble falling to sleep, they like let, put this layer of protection over themselves where they sleep. Try it, see how it feels for you. But I always imagine a four-sided, obviously, <laughs> being a pyramid, um, four-sided pyramid over my home. And it's just this most beautiful iridescent white light and it shields my home and it just feels really protected. So it goes from the outside edge of my home right up above it, this huge white pyramid of light that there's just this beautiful iridescent quality. And just imagine it now and just notice how the quality of the energy feels when you imagine that. So this is the one that whenever I do it, I imagine that beautiful pyramid over my home and I have the intention, like, please protect my home. And I also then, this is the one I offer out to the community as well. And I'm like, okay, and if anybody in my community wants this, you know, it's there. I never force it upon anyone, obviously, but I offer it up. I offer that energy out to the community with the intention that if anyone's like, oh, yeah, I could do with a bit of extra protection today, their energy is just going to pull it down for them. So I do it over my street. Then I do it over like the little village that I live in. And so I just put that lovely protection over. It's kind of there all the time. But I particularly do it if I'm away from home. So if I'm going out for a particularly long day or if I'm going away for an extended period of time or at least overnight, I just put that pyramid in place. And there's it's just very reassuring energy. It's a very beautiful energy. It just feels that energy of like purity and cleanness and calm. And it's it's a very trusting energy. So I love to do that one. And then the one that I use most of the time and it's like I teach everybody is this idea of a purple bubble. So 25-ish years ago, I always say 20, but it's even longer now just to remind myself how old I am. When I was studying, for when I started studying as a kinesiologist, they said to me, right, we're doing this course, and it was like a couple of years long course, and they said, you also need to go on a psychic protection course. And back then I was like, what? <laughs> psychic protection? That sounds a load of nonsense. Anyway, it was probably one of the best courses I ever went on. And it gave me a really, really solid grounding in energy work and working with other energies as well. And one of the things that she was very clear that we did was that we protect our energy. She didn't call it warding. She just called it protecting your energy for all the reasons that we have spoken about now. And this was a technique that I learned all those years ago. And in 25 years of working with clients in person and virtually and like, oh gosh, thousands and thousands of clients that I've seen, 
for all sorts of ailments and issues and everything else. And I have never picked up someone else's energy and been unduly influenced by it. So I absolutely put testament down to this. I've never had any horrible experiences with energy. I've never had anything that I couldn't deal with. I've never been scared by anything, you know, of this world or any other worlds. And I just put it down to having this really good grounding in not protecting my energy because I think I I need to protect it because I'm going to get attacked or any, anything like that. I mean, like, I don't just mean by other things, but I just mean like life in general. But I just have this really clear confidence on where my energy is. It's it's not, it's very clear. It's very robust. It's not so strong that we keep everything out, but it has that beautiful, like assured softness. And I just feel very safe and secure in everything that comes my way, knowing that no matter what it is, and you know, I, as everybody has, I've had some interesting times in my life, but I've always felt very safe and secure in in my own body, in my own experience of the world, despite things that have happened to me in my past. And I put that down to this, this well, I suppose it doesn't sound very, excess, very sexy, but energetic hygiene. And one of those things was this purple bubble. And it's so simple to do. And it's we tap in, we use purple because we're tapping into that violet flame of transformation. Um, and that's what people have traditionally done for very many, many, many years before us. And as we've spoken about before, it's like when we add to that energy, it just makes it stronger. And so I think of this purple bubble as my psychic immune system. And by that, I mean, it's a living, breathing thing around me. Just as we breathe, we breathe in, we take in nutrients and then we exhale as we get rid of the the things that we don't need anymore. And so imagine a purple bubble around you. And I always use purple. uh, Sorry, I always use the imagery of a bubble because you know how a bubble, you blow a bubble through the air and it kind of like the oil on the outside looks like it's moving. It's not a static, um, like cast iron wall with nothing's coming in and nothing's going out. It's just got that elegance of beauty of moving and swirling around us. So it's very, very flexible. And as a little kid said to me once, won't a bubble pop? (laughs) The answer is no, this is a magic bubble. (laughs) It's not going to pop. So imagine this beautiful purple bubble around you. And like I said, it's like a psychic immune system. So what it does is it draws out and cleanses anything you don't need. So it it exhales and it just draws out. You don't need to think about it. You don't need to be aware of it. Just any overwhelm, anything that no longer serves you, any thoughts, bad memories. It's just gently just breathing it out for you. Just as you breathe in and out and you don't know, you don't think about it, your purple bubble is always doing that for you too. And then it actually calls in all of the things that are good for you. However, the things that are not for your highest good, it hits the bubble and it just transforms into whatever is good for the universe. So if someone is sending you negative thoughts for whatever reason, those thoughts come to the purple bubble and they just transmute or they return to sender. You don't need to think about it. It's just happening. So anything that's not yours doesn't enter you. Anything that is yours comes through for your highest good and it comes through cleansed and cleared through that purple bubble for your highest good. So you're in this gorgeous, rich purple bubble knowing it's safe. Now, this purple bubble is there, okay? And it's like breathing. We all breathe, but when we bring our attention to it, we breathe 
better. <laughs> yeah. So we can breathe deeper and we can make the most of our lungs. And it's the same with our purple bubble. When we bring our attention to our purple bubble, and I recommend if you remember, like do this every single day, but doing it once a week is better than not doing it at all. Doing it once a month is still better than not doing it at all. But when we bring our attention to our purple bubble, it allows us to allow, you know, it works more effectively because it's getting our attention. And so what I say to people is if you, you can put, you can move the purple bubble and make it as big or small as you like. So if you're out hiking and walking and it's just really expansive, you might have your purple bubble be really expansive. But if you go into a city and it just feels a bit claustrophobic and there's too many people, you might want to pull your purple bubble in really close and have it snug practice where it feels best. For some people, having their purple bubble close feels like snug and warm, but it could feel claustrophobic. But it's a bubble. It can change size. So you might want to have it really expansive, but maybe that makes you feel vulnerable. So just pull it in to the perfect size for you, wherever your edges feel. And then I always say it's like if you have something going on, if you need this extra warding, get a paintbrush, get a trowel, imaginary paintbrush, imaginary trowel, and give yourself a layer of extra paint. You can trowel that stuff on and make it really thick. It's still flexible. We're not like, we don't want to be like blocking absolutely everything from our life, but we do want to be protecting your energy. So just give yourself a layer of extra paint. Always remembering under your feet, up your back and over the top of your head, just for that extra robustness. And one of the most important things about this purple bubble is it reminds you of your own personal boundaries, which is very important in this idea of warding. It reminds you of where your energy ends and other people's begin. There is no question that the world around us is becoming more aware or people around us are becoming more aware of their intuition, of their spiritual gifts. They're becoming more aware of energy between each other, etc., and it's to start with, that can feel really exciting when we send our energy out all over the place going, oh, my God, I can feel this and this and this. And it's exciting. But actually, after a while, it becomes overwhelming. What's more important is to be able to manage your own energy. And doing this purple bubble puts that in place so you have control over your own energy without becoming overwhelmed. So you put that purple bubble in place and it reminds you where you end and other people begin. Okay, so that's the first ward. That's the first layer of protection. Around that purple bubble, you can then bring in, if you wanted to, and have a play with this, because we want you to practice. Okay, this is the important part of this. You practice putting these wards in place so that when you need them, just like that, you can do it. It's like calling on your purple bubble. Once you've done it a few times, you're like, oh, purple bubble, shields up, I'm there. Yes, whether you're going into a meeting and you're like, oh, that person's there. I wasn't expecting them and I don't like them. You can just imagine your purple bubble within seconds and it's there. And on top of that, practice using like different colours and sparkles and textures to notice how that protects you and how you feel. So I often imagine, you know, like um, the Red Riding Hood cape. And I often like to imagine wearing different capes, but you don't have to have a cape. It's just like the cape has a lovely big hood and you wrap yourself around it and it feels really protective to me. But perhaps that feels too too much for you. So you might just imagine another layer of paint around your purple bubble and you practice different colours. 
So you might want to wear a, I don't know, a green one if you want to feel more grounded and present. Perhaps you want to have like a midnight deep blue one if you want to be, air quotes, invisible and just like sneak through <laughs> and, and not have too much attention if you know what you're doing. And just practice with the different colour cloaks or different layers of paint. Uh, maybe you want to put like mirrors around you or sparkles around you to to deflect any kind of energy or negative people from your space. Practice experiment. Your intention is always to protect you, to protect your space. Once again, you can't do any harm when you are protecting your space. If, (laughs) like I found, I put too much in place, you might just think, oh, hang on a minute, things feel a bit stuck. And then just check. You're like, oh, hang on a minute. Did I build a brick wall? And we don't want any brick walls, okay? Because that just stops everything in its tracks. If you want to put a brick wall up, you need to be going back to the episode on banishing. Because if you want a brick wall up, it's like, get, you know, you want that energy gone. Whereas this, this is about protecting and maintaining your space, giving yourself the confidence, the space, the breathing space, just to feel safe again. Okay, so that you can do your peace, you can do your work in peace. If you're doing meditations and sometimes you feel like you float off too far, it's like cast that beautiful circle around you. So I cast the purple bubble around me, but you can, I also, on the day I went down on holiday, it's like I cast the purple bubble around my home too. And it's like, you can do that. You can cast it around your space. You can cast it around the meetings. The same way you would use a white pyramid, you could use the purple bubble. So find out which one works for you. For me, the purple bubble always feels softer because it's round and moving. The pyramid for me is a very static, very strong structure, which is why I always put that in place when I leave. So try, that's my personal experience. Try them. You might try one and go, oh no, I don't like that energy. That's absolutely fine. Try something else and find out what works for you. This is the important part of this. It's always called a practice because we practice, we get better at it. I barely have to think about my purple bubble because I've been working with it for 25 years. I'm just like, oh yeah, there it is. The first time you do it, you're like, I don't feel anything, Rebecca. That's fine. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. The more you do it, the more you will start to become attuned to the energy around you. And I always think it's like when you, then you start to notice when other people's energies are pulling at you, poking at you, you start to notice where those energy drains are. Who are those people that try and take your energy? Because suddenly there's like a shift in the matrix. You're like, oh, hang on a minute. What, what? Something feels wrong or something feels off. And it's not you. You've just become aware of how other people draw on your energy and try and take it away from you or try and manipulate you or overwhelm you or try and guilt you or try and should on you. And it's fascinating. And you're like, oh my goodness. But now you're back in control. You're empowered because you're aware of your own energy. And those people may well have taken that energy for years from you and you hadn't even noticed. And suddenly you do. And you have the tools in place to ensure that they can't take anything else from you. So whether you're using your own energy, whether you're doing your space or whether you're doing your building. Now, um, in the near future, possibly the next episode, we'll see. Um, I'm going to do a session on cord cutting. So that is about 
I actually don't like the word cutting because it feels a bit too violent, but people understand the term cord cutting. I like to call it cord releasing. And that's when those people who like quite literally like trying to steal your energy all the time, how we can release that energy safely, return it back to them and keep your energy in check. But for today, it's like, what is it? Where is it in your life that you could do with more protection? Where do you need to ward your energy? How can you add those additional layers to your own energy, to your own space so that you feel safer? Remembering that you can call in guardians, you can have amulets, you can cast circles with your fingers or with an athame, you can chant, you can speak, you can spray magical waters around you, you can draw sigils around you, your space, you can place crystals. Oh, that's a good point. Crystals and black, black stones, black and brown stones are really good at creating protection. You can anoint doorways, you can put purple bubbles around you, you can use white pyramids. So there's lots of things that you can do to ward your energy, to protect your energy. And it really is about practicing and finding out what works for you. Okay, so as always, come over into our community. Links are in the show notes to share your experience of warding. What are you going to try? What have you tried? What felt really good? What maybe felt a little bit weird and you just want to check that everything is okay? It is okay, let me tell you. But if you want to have that reassurance, come and share your experience. If you have any funny stories (laughs) like the ones I shared, also come and share those. And finally, if you ward in any other way, do come and let us know. Um, So thank you for joining me again. And I look forward to speaking to you very soon. Bye for now.